Bidzy Small Business Society number 91. Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. I'm Rob Beresoff. We talk to entrepreneurs and small business owners about what it takes to succeed as a small business owner. Connect with Bidzy Small Business Society at bidzy.com and grow your business. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers post projects for free in any of over 100 categories, including all types of home renovation, landscaping, cleaning services, photography, and many, many more. Now, if you're a business, Bidzy.com is a great way to find new customers because you are automatically notified each time a customer posts a project in your subscribed categories. So for example, let's say you own a roofing company and a customer posts a project in our roofing category. You are automatically notified via email or text and you can submit a bid at bidzy.com or use our internal chat system to introduce yourself to the customer and give them reasons why they should use you to complete their project. Monthly subscriptions start at $14.99. That's $14.99 per month for unlimited access to new customers and unlimited bidding at bidzy.com. Email rob at bidzy.com for more details or start your 30-day free trial now at bidzy.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Bidzy Small Business Society. Today's guest is Kim Addis. Kim is the founder and president of Frame of Mind Coaching, where she works exclusively with highly driven and accomplished executives. She is one of North America's foremost experts on performance success through thought mastery, and she regularly contributes that expertise to publications like Choice Magazine, Forbes, and more. Kim is also recognized as one of North America's top 50 most influential women in real estate and understands and teaches the single greatest difference between extraordinarily successful people and everyone else. We'll talk about it throughout, I'm sure. But first, welcome, Kim. Great to have you on the show. Can you first tell us more about yourself than about what projects you're working on today? Sure. Thank you for having me on the show. I'm really excited to be talking to you. So a little bit more about myself. I live in Toronto. I have five kids. I don't know why, but that seems notable. <laughs> and uh, I uh, I run a coaching company with a team of coaches, coaches. And what I do is I do, I work with executives and entrepreneurs and I look at their thinking and how their thinking impacts their outcomes. I've been doing this for close to 11 years and I use a very unique process for coaching people that has yielded really transformational results consistently over the past 10 years. So that's a good place to start, I guess. So that is the single greatest difference is our thinking and our frame of mind. Now, how did you get your start? What did you see as an opportunity to launch a business that helps people with their businesses and their thinking to create success in their businesses and in their lives? So, so here's what happened to me. I, I am a, a chronic, or what do you call it, a seri- serial entrepreneur. And so in a past life, I owned another business. And we used to build, uh, it was a software company, and we used to build simulation-based assessments. And the purpose of those assessments was to help companies make really great hiring decisions. And so we ended up 
creating a series of assessments that tested people in a variety of industries at a variety of levels in an organization in a variety of positions. And there was something that was interesting about the data that we collected. That was that if we really skimmed through it and, and kind of drew out the essence, we discovered that there was one key indicator of top performance over and above everything else. And that was a person's degree of emotional resilience. So what does that mean? It means that the way a person thinks about their adversity will determine whether or not they are able to bounce back from it with speed and agility and even be able to leverage that adversity. So those people who did that well were more likely to succeed and demonstrate extraordinary levels of performance compared to other people. So that's one piece of my background. The second piece of is this, is that on a personal level, I own that business with two people. One of them is now my ex-husband. And so when our marriage broke apart, we thought for some strange reason that we could still work together. And boy, was that a bad idea. So things kind of exploded on me personally and professionally. And I had to cope with it, you know, on all, all different levels. You know, I found myself to be a single mother with two kids and, and all of a sudden uh, I ended up selling my shares. And so I, I wasn't really working and I got recruited right away locally by a coaching company. And I thought, this is great. This is a perfect fit for me because their values are consistent with who I am. But when I got there, I realized a few things. Number one is I'm not designed to work for other people. I'm not designed for corporate environments. One of the unemployable, right? uh, Totally, completely and utterly unemployable. (laughs) And uh, the the third thing was I was able to be in in an environment where I witnessed coaching being being done in a way that completely rubbed me the wrong way. Um, And so as I was watching this and it was, you know, really, you know, sizable coaching company locally in Toronto, I just, I looked at it and I felt like, you know, there's something amiss for me. Like it just didn't add up. It was an accountability based model. And so on a weekly basis, coaches would hold their clients accountable for accomplishing certain tasks. And that cumulatively would lead to their goals. And I thought to myself, you know what, people know what to do. They don't lack knowledge. And, you know, for God's sakes, there's so much information out there. It's not hard to acquire. But even though, Yeah, but even though people know what they're supposed to be doing, they're not doing it. So what's up with that? And so I started to connect the dots and I started to understand that there's a mental piece missing, the emotional resilience piece. And I thought, what if I created a coaching company that addressed that missing element instead of managing people's actions and behaviors that we could look to what's deeper than that? What exactly fuels them? What runs their life? What prevents them from taking the actions that they know they need to take? What's really going on in their psyche? What's going on in their thinking? And that's how Frame of Mind Coaching was born. Excellent. You are a successful business person and I come from a background in sociology and this sounds like, uh, you know, you also have that same background in the social sciences like sociology and psychology. Is that right? That's right. I have an undergraduate degree in psychology and then a business degree, uh, a master's of business degree. All right, congratulations. Now, Kate has been instrumental in facilitating this this conversation, Kim, now. And you can talk about her if you'd like, but uh, she tells me that you're a fantastic storyteller. So I'm hoping that you can tell us a story about the biggest challenge you've had to overcome in business or otherwise, and maybe talk about some of the actionable steps that you took to overcome that challenge. 
So I would say like, you know, business and personal for me are one and the same. We can't really separate them, right? So the way you show up in one place will profoundly affect the way you show up in another. So for me, hands down, biggest challenge was in my past business when my marriage broke apart and I had to come to the office every day and look at my ex-husband and feel the intense amount of um, friction and tension and animosity that existed there on a day-to-day basis until it all, I couldn't take it anymore. Like I just, uh, for me, that caused me to crumble and I had to find a way to get out of it. You know, I tried to find a way to buy him out and that wasn't working. I tried to find a partner who would come in and take over his shares and that didn't work. And so finally he, he said to me, you know what, just give me a shotgun clause, which for those of you who don't know what that is, it's make me an offer. And if I don't like that offer, I'll buy you at that rate, at that price. And this was my company. I gave birth to it. I never in a million years imagined that if I gave him an offer that he would turn around and buy me out. But that's exactly what happened. And uh, I I was absolutely beyond devastated. My whole world just exploded in one day when he came back and served me the papers that said, you're out of here. And literally, like I was in my office and I had to pack all my things. I had basically an hour to get out. I packed my things and I left as he held the door for me with tears streaming down my face. Oh, Kim. It was terrible. (laughs) Terrible. And really, so now I'm a single mother. You know, I got married young. I got married at 20. I got divorced at 35. I never really dated, you know, other than him. And I'm not sure where to go, what to do, what my career looks like. And so it was a total and complete reinvention. I had to figure out where I was going. And more than anything, I had to figure out how to be strong to be a great mother. And that was tough, too. I can't even imagine the resiliency and, you know, the problem-solving skills that you learned along the way. You learned in embracing that challenge and overcoming it and getting to where you are today. Now, Kim, let's flip that. Let's talk about your rewards. Why do you do this? Why is it so great to be Kim Addis? Well, honestly, people ask me, why do you do what you do? And the, the answer is because I truly uh, get the honor and privilege of, you know, journeying along with the most extraordinary people in the world and really getting an inside view to their hearts and their minds and their stories and their life's experiences. And they allow me to literally sit beside them, you know, partially as a guide, partially as a passenger to, to witness their lives. And there's no greater honor, I, I don't think anyways, than to be able to influence someone in a in a profoundly positive way. So, I mean, it's just unbelievable. (laughs) So you're teaching those people, but talk about some of the lessons you're learning as you're accompanying them on that journey as well. Well, I'll give you an example. Right now, one of my clients has stage four cancer and uh, he had stage four cancer when he was introduced to me. Uh, He came in as a referral. And when I met him, I asked him, you know, how long do you have to live? And he said, I'm not really sure. I'm guessing about two years. Well, it's been a year and a half and I don't really see him going anywhere in in six months. I think he's, you know, extended his life somehow. But I am a witness to his life. I'm a witness to his attitude. I'm a witness to his choices. And he lives with more enthusiasm, with more energy, with more engagement than probably anyone 
else I've ever met in my life. And so, you know, yes, I'm his coach, but really who's getting coached? Exactly. Um, so, and, and so I get exposed to people and their challenges, but I also get exposed to, you know, their will, their, their vim, their vigor, their engagement, their passion, and that's definitely infectious. And the other part of it is when you are coaching someone and you um, are reminding someone else of how to view the world, of their strengths, of their possibilities, that, you know, what happens is you're receiving those messages com- consistently yourself. Talk about it more. You're talking about it a bit now, but talk about it some more. Why is it so important to have that coach or that mentor or that consultant in your business or in your life in general, Kim? Well, so, I mean, I can tell you for me, I've always had a coach, you know, whether it was a a coach to help me improve my speaking skills or a coach to help me with my business or a coach to help me with my relationships or a coach to help me recover from, from divorce. You know, there was always a coach to help me. And I think it's super important to be able to um, have some assistance and look at, at yourself through a little bit of a third party perspective. But um, you know, if I look at some of my clients and you, and you ask me the question, why is it important for them to have a coach? The answer is this, is that I am able to see for them what they cannot see. I am able to help them travel to their destination with greater speed and fluidity. I am able to help them live a lighter, more peaceful, more joyous life while achieving their goals. They're essentially using that time, that experience, even that money that you have spent along the way on your journey, right? Yeah, absolutely. And really, the travel time is reduced, right? So it's like they're they're buying it. It's like getting on the fast train, right? Like they get there, they get there faster um, with a conductor who's extremely experienced and who gives them a very smooth ride. I've never said it that way, but that's what it is. It's a lonely, frightening, and uncertain path that we're on as entrepreneurs, as small business owners, as home-based business owners. We need that coach, that mentor to light the way, Kim. Now, give us two or three names. Who do you follow right now? Who do you use as a coach or a mentor in your daily life? Well, I actually have coaches that I work with. Uh, Right now, one of my coaches is Alan Weiss. He's a coach that tends to work with a lot of coaches. Another coach that I work with, his name is Mikael Mayer. And they're both, actually, they're diametrically opposed. They're totally different, completely different personality, perspective, and approach. Um, one is far more spiritual. Uh, the other one is, you know, tougher, harder, uh, more challenging. It's just two different experiences. In one case, I leave feeling much more zen. In the other case, I feel like, oh my God, I like I, you know, my, my heart rate increases and I got to get to it. Um, and so, you, you know, different coaches for different purposes at different occasions. That spiritual balance, I think, is important, but obviously, as business owners, we need that pragmatism as well, right? Well, you know what I often find, and again, this is my coaching orientation, I often find that a lot of people are looking for coaches to give them formulas, to give them the tactics. And what I will say to you is that if you start to implement the tactics without fixing your head, without addressing the 
the beliefs you have that are weighing you down, then your actions are not going to be very fruitful. And so very often people skip that part because they say, ah, you know, that's a bunch of fluff. But I will say to you that if the fluff isn't uh, controlled, if the, the fluff isn't in order, then the rest of it is, you know, really just hard work and a waste of your time. For sure. You're not going to show up to a meeting or show up on Skype with a notepad and expect somebody to just give you the framework for success. You need to come in there and be coachable, I think, Kim, right? Well, you have to be coachable, but also like I can give you the framework for success, theoretically. Like I could say, here are the 10 things you need to do. It doesn't mean you're going to take action on them. It also doesn't mean that if you do take action on them, you're going to do them successfully or effectively. And so it's not about the formula. It's really about um, the mastering your thinking in order for you to be able to absorb and then execute with the formula. And that's the, the, it's the foundation without which all else is just kind of like running on a treadmill going nowhere fast. Love it so much. Master your thinking and put yourself into action. Now, Kim, talk about this. How do you most effectively engage with and grow your client base? And I'm hoping that you could help the aspiring entrepreneur understand some things about gaining some traction out there. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, one of the things that I do consistently with my clients is I evaluate um, their starting point and I evaluate their finish point and then I ask them to evaluate me. And so what I'm doing is I'm really understanding our impact on the client. So why is that important? Because when you, there are layers to this, when you understand how good you are at what you do, then your confidence goes up. And when you can do what you do that well consistently, then what you've done is you've created a system, a process that that is replicatable. And that's when you have a business. And so for me, I have incredible clients with an incredible uh, track record of amazing results for them. And so number one is if you want to increase your business, do what you do with excellence. So that's phase one. Number two is build your testimonials. Uh, connect with your clients, make sure that you're delivering amazing service and get that feedback in writing from your clients, in writing or in video format or audio format, whatever. Get your feedback from your clients. Number three is allow your clients to help you grow. So one of the things I do with my clients at the end of every coaching period is that I schedule a reverse roll call with them. And so what I do is I allow them to be my coach. And I ask a question, what do you think I should do to grow my business? Is there anybody you know that I should be talking to? Is there anybody you know who needs coaching? Is there any strategy, tactic, formula, anything, anywhere I should be, any, you know, any speaking opportunities, anything you think that I could do to massively expand? So I'm learning from my clients. And then, and so those are the things that I do with my clients because a lot of our growth comes from referral. So that's number one. Number two is, I'm out there speaking. I'm on podcasts. I do live uh, speaking events and uh, people are familiar with my point of view and they're familiar with my voice. They're familiar with, you know, my uniqueness and how sometimes I challenge the status quo. And so you've got to get out there, have a voice, have a point of view. And it's okay if your point of view doesn't agree with the rest of the world. Look, Kim, I really want to drive this point home. You're building your business through those referrals. You're doing what you do with excellence, and you're getting those testimonials, allowing yourself to grow your business directly through your clients. This is just great, great networking advice. 
and just more on networking. We got to get out there, whether it's speaking on podcasts like this or attending other networking events, anything just to get out there. And I'm trying to do this myself. You know, once a month, we're trying to get a bunch of local entrepreneurs together to share stories about our successes, to share stories about our challenges, and just share resources that will help each other in our businesses. And a lot of this stuff is extremely helpful for me. I know that for sure. And I think this you're speaking to a lot of this stuff, Kim, right? Well, I, I, you know what? That's a great idea, actually. As you were talking, I was thinking, how cool would it be to just bring together four or five entrepreneurs that I've never met before just for an exchange every month? That would be a cool thing to do. Uh, but very few people take the initiative to make that happen because they feel like it's such a stretch. And so part of being an entrepreneur is stretching regularly. <laughs> Now, I might be jumping around here a little bit, Kim, but give us something actionable. What are you doing to wind down after a long or stressful day? Um, one of the things I do, and it's really a central part of my business, is I journal. And journaling allows me to unload. It, it allows me to unwind. It allows me to sort through my thoughts and my feelings and my experiences. And, uh, and it allows me to really identify where I'm heading and focus in that direction. You know, part of the reason that a lot of people fail is because they focus on what's not working. They focus on their struggle. They focus on the difficulties. They focus on the people in their lives that frustrate them. And so what journaling allows me to do is put that down and refocus, turn myself towards what I want and where I'm going. And that's a muscle. It's kind of like ab work, right? you got to keep doing your abs. Um, and so this is my form of constantly pivoting towards what I want. And this is essential to that message for a positive frame of mind in your thinking, right? That's right. So yeah, I, I, I sort of briefly mentioned it, but I uh, journaling is a very core piece of my coaching process. So when I coach people, I do a few things. What I'm doing is I'm teaching them the connection between their thinking and their outcomes. And I'm teaching them to be able to have control over their thinking in order for them to obtain the outcomes they want. There's no greater influence on your results than your thinking, except that most people don't understand how to maneuver, how to work the controls of their thinking, right? And so what I do is I teach them that. So when we coach people, it's the first 10 weeks that are most foundational. And in those first 10 weeks, there's a call every week. Every call is recorded, and we ask our clients to listen to the recordings so that they can start to become observers of their own thinking. They hear their voice, their language, their tone, their emotional state. They hear the stories they tell. They hear their responses to questions they're asked. And so on an, you know, overall, they start to you know, take a little bit of a step aside and observe themselves in this scenario. Then the second thing we do is we ask our clients to journal every single day for 10 weeks. And when they journal, their journal goes to a coach, one of our coaches, who reads and responds to the journal. So it's a very intense, very intimate process where they travel a great distance in a very short period of time. So imagine you working on yourself every day with a coach right there by your side. You're going to travel far and you're going to get there quick. Quickly. Now, Kim, do you love to win or hate to lose and why? I definitely love to win. I don't think in terms of loss. Um, I don't I don't think that way at all. Even when something's tough, even though even when something is uh, emotionally charged or difficult, I, I never think in terms of loss. Now, let's boil this thing down, Kim. What is the one thing you want to share with our listeners about mastering our thought and shifting our thinking towards success? 
you know, most of us, and again, I mentioned before, most of us are focused on what's not going right. And I would say that one of the key elements in mastering your thinking is realizing where you're focused. So that orientation, figuring out where am I oriented? Where am I pointed? What direction am I heading in? based on my thoughts, based on my emotional state. And if I like that direction, I should keep going. But if that direction is really just giving me more of the same stuff I don't really like, then it's critical for me to make a sharp right turn. And so very often when we ask people, you know, are you happy with your life? And they say, no, not really. Instantly they say, well, here are the 10 things I need to do to make it better. And the focus is on action. And I would say to those people, I would say to anybody who's listening, before you start taking massive action, stop for a minute and ask yourself, where am I oriented? Find a way to assess your orientation. And if you're not oriented in the right direction, before taking massive action, turn yourself in the right direction. Kim, this has been almost a self-serving interview to some degree. You're giving us a lot of inspiration, some of that actionable content that we could put into play in our own businesses and, again, in our lives. Now, what does the future look like for you and your business? Oh, uh, future looks like this. I think that there's a great benefit to the world in teaching more and more people how to coach, teaching leaders how to coach, teaching parents how to coach, teaching parents how to parent with a coaching approach rather than a disciplinarian approach. Um, I, I just think there's great value in that overall for bringing more pre-peace to the world, for building better relationships. So for me, my future is really around um, empowering leaders with uh, fundamental mental coaching skills. And, and again, I'm talking about a kind of coaching that reflects this type of philosophy, this type of approach. Kim, if we want to learn more about you and more about your business, how can we connect with you? Best place to find me is on frameofmindcoaching.com. And for whoever's listening, right there on the website is an assessment that allows you to really kind of stop for a minute and take a snapshot and ask yourself, where am I oriented? And that assessment is, you know, it's not like when you go on Facebook, you take an assessment and it spits out a report like, hey, you're a Libra. That's not what I'm talking about. Um, it's the type of assessment where you get to ask yourself really fundamental questions about you know, your happiness, your satisfaction with different areas in your life, and then you get to journal and that assessment goes to a coach. So you get one-on-one -on -one contact with a coach who will review your assessment with you and uh, give you an understanding of how your thinking is affecting your outcomes. Those calls are very powerful. I encourage everybody to uh, try that out. Go now, assess your frame of mind at frameofmindcoaching.com with Kim Addis. Kim, you've been so generous with your time today. Thank you for joining us on Bidzy Small Business Society. You take care. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate the opportunity. Bidzy.com is the website that connects customers and respected local businesses. Customers list goods or services they need and businesses bid on them. Customers, if you're looking for a service provider or a local professional, go to Bidzy.com and post your projects for free. Businesses, if you're looking for new customers or a way to expand your customer base, sign up for your 30-day free trial today at Bidzy.com. 
Thank you for joining us today on Bidzy Small Business Society. Go to Bidzy.com for information and resources on how you can grow your business. Support Bidzy Small Business Society by writing a review and giving us a five-star rating in iTunes. Your positive review and five-star rating will allow us to continue bringing you free, valuable content from amazing and inspiring entrepreneurs and small business owners. Rate and review Bidzy Small Business Society today.